Blog Talk Radio. Delighted and honored to have Richard with us. He is from Newark, New Jersey, and um, I just want to get ready tonight for whatever he has to share with us, to tell us about himself, his life story. Again, welcome wherever you are to all of our friends in the U.S., to all of our friends who will get this at a later date and time. Uh, Outside of the U.S., we want to say hello and greetings to you in Italy in Africa, our friends in Iran, Pakistan, um, the Caribbean. We want to say a big hello and shout out to all of you. Today in Boston, it's a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday afternoon. and It's very hot, let me tell you. Uh, today is Tuesday the 14th. I'm excited to say that last Wednesday, I, by God's grace, I had another birthday. So I'm I'm so blessed to be on this side of the, the 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 land of the living and be able to connect with all of you. So we're moving right into our show tonight. And as always, this is Bit Friends. We're a vitiligo support group. We're open to friends of, of folks with vitiligo. We're open if you have any family members, get them hooked up and get them connected. We are a support group that. We're broadening uh, the Jabaz prayer. We're enlarging our territories. We're spreading our wings across the U.S., across the Northeast right now. We're hoping to encourage folks to come on board and see what we're doing. We've been in existence about four years now, and uh, every last July we have our annual gathering, and we're looking to do some uh, meetups here in Boston real soon and to get folks on board. But um, write to us, bitfriends01 at AOL.com, or join us on our website, www.bitfriends.com or bitfriends.org. You can find us either way. Um, but get ready to, to come in and see what we're doing and share your experience with us. We'd love to hear from you. So I am honored tonight to share in conversation with for the next 20, 25 minutes with a friend and a brother in Christ. And his name is Rich, and he'll introduce himself. Hello, Rich. Go ahead. This is Valerie, and we're honored to have you tonight. Tell us about yourself. Hi, Valerie. How are you? Uh, happy Wonderful. Birthday, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank God. Doing well. And I and I want to say to folks, I I just happened to one day. Just typed in, and nothing is by accident, let me tell you. I typed into YouTube just a simple word, vitiligo, and I don't know how I stumbled, but it was on YouTube that I found a message from you, and it, it just blessed me. As, as You know, I'll struggle with this group over the last four years is encouraging men when I meet them in the mall, when I meet them in the store, to encourage men to come and see what we're doing. Here's a gathering of folks 
that's um, coming together to share, you know, on, we're on the same page with what we're dealing with, come on board, and they have just totally refused to. When I bounced up upon you on Facebook, I was blessed. I was honored. And then you were speaking from a place of, of of knowing God. I was truly touched. I can't even remember what it said. Could you tell me, tell the folks what you put up on YouTube? Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I made a video uh, back in December of 2008 uh, talking about my experiences with vitiligo and and what it was like when I first found out about it and, and how it took a toll on, on me personally and how it affected me um, leading up to the point where I pretty much kind of just, just broke as a person and, and that drove me to just put it in God's hands and, and leave it all up to him. Uh, but there was years of, of, of struggling with it internally. I really didn't vocalize it too much or speak to anyone about it. Um, so it was very difficult and the reason I made the video was I was in research to learn more about it myself, and I kept seeing just these videos of hopelessness and, and fear, and it was depressing, and and I, I just really felt that I wanted to share something from a different perspective, and I wanted to share at that point the peace that God had allowed me to feel so that it can bless other people as, and it has blessed me. Well, tell us, Richard, how long have you had this, like, really? I've had it for nine years now. Nine years. And nine is there years. history of it a Is there history in your family? How did? How was you first introduced to vitiligo? Uh, no, there was no history of it in my family. Uh, it just appeared on the ring finger on my left hand, and I uh, ignored it at first. Then I went to the doctor, wanted to spread a little bit more, and my doctor diagnosed it. He mm-hmm. told me that there was no known cure for it. And he advised that I see a dermatologist. And uh, mm. I pretty much just took it from there. Wow. So nine years ago would put you, because you look pretty young, so you yeah, had gone through I, teenage I, I, adolescence. And I, was, I was 21 going on 22 at the time. And how do, did friends and how, how receptive were your family and friends, close people to you at that time? Uh, well, like I said, I, I was very quiet. I internalized everything. I never spoke about it. Um, I'm sure they could, they knew it affected me because it changed uh. my behavior. Um, mm. I was always the kind of person who liked to be around friends and loved to be outside in the summertime and things like that, and I began to shy away and uh, just want to kind of like hide and not be seen. Uh, I never spoke about it at all. I mean, I think mm. I had maybe one or two conversations just to kind of let family know what was going on. But it was very isolated. Um, mm-hmm. it, but, you know, they were always supportive uh, because I didn't bring it up. They, we didn't necessarily talk about it. Mm-hmm. But um, Treat- but that's something, again, I'm sorry. Did you, go right, did, you, did you go right into treatment at that time? Did you try any of the, the things, the topics and the light treatment, any of that when you were first diagnosed? Yes, right away. I did light treatments. I did uh, creams, um, all of which really didn't give me the results that I was looking for. But, hmm. you know, truth be told, I also wasn't patient enough. Um, it, was, it, was, it was hard to take at 21 years old. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you've got your whole life ahead of you, and, and uh, it was difficult. So the, the speed that I expected it to, at, at, to work at, it didn't. So I kind of mm-hmm. just shoved it aside, and, and I, I tried to do my, my own thing. I found some 
Remedy and the newspaper, and there was pills and shampoos. Yeah. Wasted thousands of dollars on that. Wow. Wow. Now, at that point in uh, 21, 22, who was your strongest supporter? Because I know at some point later on you got married, but at that point, who was the strongest supporter for you, mom, dad, church? My immediate, yeah, my immediate family, my immediate family, um, my mother, my my yeah. dad, my, my brothers, and close friends um, didn't treat me any different, uh, treated me the same, were very supportive, even, again, even though I didn't really talk about it at all. Mm. And um, at that time, no, I wasn't serving the Lord um, for about a six-year period. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't have that to fall back on. Uh, no, I shouldn't say fall back on. I, I didn't have that to really supplant me until 2006. Yeah. Wow. And I noticed that a lovely photo of a wife and child. So when did you meet and how supportive was your lovely wife? Oh, thank you. Um, we met in 2005, uh, May 21st, 2005, uh, through a mutual friend. Uh, she was it was my friend, her family member. And um, we kind of just hit it off right from the beginning. Um, Wonderful. We, uh, she lived, she lived uh, in another state, so we kind of communicated over the phone for a while, and then we started to see each other. It was difficult for me because I was very self-conscious about my yeah. appearance. Yes. And uh, very, very hard, very, very hard. And and we've had conversations since, and, and she tells me how she remembers me hiding my hands when we would have dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, wow. Finding, however I can hide it, I would try to hide it. Um, yes. But, but, but the Bible says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Good thing. And good. God, is, God yeah. has blessed me with her, and she's been supportive yeah. and loving uh, throughout. Love loves you in spite of. That's the way Absolutely. God loves us. In yep. spite of. Church family, how were they after you gave your heart to the Lord and you came into church? How how receptive was the church family to what you had? You, you know, you it's, as if I didn't, it, it's as if I didn't have it. Um, wow. I, I began to feel, you know, obviously... Feelings of kind of being withdrawn um, once it started to get worse and it was more obvious I could no longer hide it. Um, and um, during that, that time, period of time where I wasn't uh, going to church at all, um, my life was quickly going nowhere. And I mm-hmm. felt this this struggle inside of me, just I needed purpose, I needed something more than than what was in front of me. I, I couldn't, mm. obviously, I couldn't heal myself. There was no medicine I can pay for to heal myself uh, right. or buy. So growing up in church, I knew that, that I needed God, and I knew that that's where I needed to come back. But it's funny, our nature, uh, we that's the last thing we do. <laughs> yes, sir. And yes. Uh, so it, it was with me. But when I came to the church that I attend now, Powerhouse, um, everyone was, was accepting, loving, um, and they just loved me with open arms. Amen. Wow. I I I'm amazed to, to 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 when I saw the photo of your men group and you you know, I got online. I quickly got online and Googled the church how I contacted you was through the church. I said, I got to get to this young man and so I wrote directly to the church and I I'm just so wonderful and and so happy that somebody got the email to you because oftentimes that doesn't happen but 
Um, they obviously love you and care about you. There, are you in in any leadership role there at the church? Yeah, I, I've been blessed. Um, I, I serve as a as an elder at the church um, on the board, and, and uh, the last two and a half years, I've had an opportunity to be part of the teaching and preaching ministry. Excellent, so, excellent. Yeah, excellent. God is really He's really blessed me. That's wonderful, and and there's nothing like having God to to journey with us on this bigger ride. I mean, it's going to be a struggle. It is a struggle, the stares, the pointings, the laughter, but just knowing that God is with us and he promises that he was with us. So uh, I'm, I'm so, so happy to hear where you are in spite of you're going to like or you're, you're serving and you're in leadership and all that. Listen, support group. I wanted to ask about support group because, you know, in my research this an ADHD support group, there's a support group, there's the cancer, all these different groups out there that have their support group. What's in where you are in New Jersey for folks with vitiligo? Is there anything? No, I remember when I first was diagnosed, I looked for one, and uh, I didn't find anything. Uh, So unfortunately, it's not something that exists in our area. Um, As I had wrote to you in the email, it was something that would have helped me had it existed. Right, but, um, right. It's definitely something we and look forward to. Hopefully, being able to to create our own here in New Jersey. Absolutely, and I, I listen. Everyone that I interview, I ask that question for a reason, and I'm recording it so uh, folks can know. We are just like this neglected group of folks. When I was diagnosed 11 years ago, now um, there was nothing, and there still is nothing in in in. I just called one of the major uh, dermatology offices this past week just to ask, um, listen, is there support? There's still nothing except for, you know, what we're trying to do. And so whatever you you guys are going to do in New Jersey, know that uh, we will support you. We will uh, want to get involved with what you're doing and let the folks know um, that Bit Friends exist and we, we want to help you um, I would even come down is what I was telling you. I'd love to come down. And So is there other people in your community, at your church? Have you you're connected with anyone with vitiligo in your area? Uh, not not in my church necessarily, but I have run into people uh, here mm-hmm. and there in town. Uh, I was just picking up some food the other day, some dinner, and uh, the woman who rung me up at the register uh, mm-hmm. asked me about it because her daughter has it. So we kind of began to talk quickly about it, and and, and I just shared, you know, what's helped me, and and more or less she shared how her daughter's feeling, and, of course, it's right along the lines of some of the things that I've been through. Oh, yeah. Um, But I've I've run into people at the supermarket and places here and there, and um, it's it's been an opportunity to sometimes stop and just talk to them and uh, tell them and, and share some hope with them. Exactly, exactly. Now, so are you going to try to, you know, pull folks together? Are you gonna, what are you going to do as far as getting something started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I can, uh, I'm definitely looking to go back to that restaurant and uh, speak to that, that one woman about her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was someone that I ran into in, in the grocery store a few years ago. We actually yeah. changed phone numbers because he was just doing food shopping. One- he came up to me. And we started talking about it. Uh, so he's another Wonderful. person that I can definitely call up and speak to. 
Well, we're going to send you out some brochures. Like I mentioned before, we're going to send you out some brochures um, um, this week. But if someone's out there listening tonight that's just been diagnosed, what would you tell that person? How would you tell them to walk through this walk that we're the season of our lives? Well, I would say um, definitely surround yourself with people who love you, uh, people who will be there to support you, who love you no matter what, um, to really get you through this, the uh, situation. It's something that really only someone else with their life could completely understand how you, what you're feeling and what you're going through. But if you're not able to connect with someone like that, definitely surround yourself with loved ones and family members who will be there to support you. Um, definitely get medical attention and, and uh, follow through treatments. Um, and uh, above all, it's 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 something that brings a lot of questions to mind. Uh, yeah. You begin to wonder why me, you know, what did I do to deserve this, yeah. and all yeah. those kinds of, of feelings. And it's easy to become very depressed and, and almost give up on life because that's kind of what happened to me for a period of time. Um, and, and what I would say is, is, there's only one person who can who can who can help you find reason in tragedy, and you've experienced that recently, or a reason in a lot of the things that you see happening in the world today, and, and that's God. And, mm. and, and the Bible talks about God knowing us in our mother's womb and how our days are written in His book uh, yeah. before we were even born. Um, right. So you, we can only go back to the one who created us to begin with to find the reason the for the things that happen to us. Go back to the manufacturer. That's it. Stick with the, stick with the manufacturer. That's it, exactly. Now, if, <laughs> if there's a scripture that you can give to someone tonight, what would you say to them? Give, give, them, give them something to grasp, to hold on to. What is help? Uh, I would say that there was two that really, that really, Early on, got got me to change my 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 opinion and got me to change my focus of what it feels like, how it was happening to me. Uh, the first one was well, Philippians four six, chapter four verse six and seven. It um, talks about presenting your requests to God and supplication um, with thanksgiving, and and He'll give you and to not be anxious about anything, and to give He'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, that was so difficult for me to find was to be at peace with myself. Right. That was so difficult for me to look in the mirror and be happy and, and and be content with what I had in life and not focus on what I didn't have at that point. Mm. Um, yeah. the, the the other piece of scripture would be Matthew uh, 16.26, which says, what, what profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? But what can he give in exchange for his soul? Mm. Um, because Vitiligo changed my life completely. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I lived inside of these four walls that I only thought of myself. Um, wow. But it's opened my eyes to connect with people like at like the restaurant I told you or the, the person at the grocery yeah. store that I otherwise would have never had any reason to exactly. even connect with you. Exactly. And, and exactly. Yeah, and you realize that there's more to life. And ultimately, uh, that verse spoke to me because um, it, it redirected my focus on God and His purpose for my life, and the things that are that are everlasting. You know, not things of this world that we can accumulate, but when we die and we we enter eternal life, we can't take it with us. Um, 
so I've I've come to a place. I thank God that that I'm I'm today. I'm grateful for it, and, and I would have never been able to say that uh, eight thank nine you. years ago. But I'm grateful for it because through it, He's transformed my life. When we look at it first, when it comes upon us, we look at it as this bad thing. But I believe, strongly believe, that God has chosen us for this season and for this time. For me personally, it has humbled me. It has changed me. And I believe that's what you're echoing, too. And all the people that I've talked to, Vitiligo has brought about such a change. You are open to talking to people that you, like you said, you would know in other, no other way. Would you have talked to this person? But I see God doing a, a marvelous thing with Vitiligo. It may look bad on the outside, but he's doing a, a work on all of us from the in man, inner man out. And it, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. It's an amazing thing. And for me, pulling together every year uh, Vitiligo Conference, and it's so amazing to see that 94, 95, 96% of the people that are coming, be they from North Carolina, Texas, the folks that came in from out of town, how can it be that all of us born again? I believe wow. God is doing an amazing thing in, this, in the earth, and he's going to use us for this season. We're recognizable. I cannot go to the store anymore and leave my purse or leave the thing and call back to that store and say, oh, I'm just an odd woman that left the purse. Uh, no, I'm the woman that was there with a bit of LIGO. Remember me? <laughs> Hello, you know, we're, we're easily recognizable. I think God is going to use us tremendously in these last days. Amen. I believe Amen. we just Amen. need to prepare ourselves for what's ahead. Yeah, Can you speak, yeah, now, speak now to our Hispanic brothers? We have some friends in Florida. We have um, a woman in New York. We have some Hispanic friends, and I believe you said that for someone who diagnosed recently, today, a month, a year ago, with vitiligo, speak to them in, in your language, in, in, uh, in a language that they can understand. Let them know that there's hope. You want me to speak, you want me to speak in Spanish? Please. Please. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say um, que aunque la condición que usted tiene con su piel es algo bien difícil uh, uno aceptar y uno mirarse en el espejo y verse como si uno se está cambiando. Uh, es importante siempre juntarse con familia que lo ame, que lo quiera, uh, que, que esté ahí con usted. Y, y más que nada, uh, buscar a la única persona que le puede dar la razón o le puede dar el propósito en su vida, que es Dios. Él, él a nosotros nos llama como sus hijos y Él nos ama. Él, él no nos da algo que nosotros no podemos cargar y nuestra Rich, esperanza siempre estará en Él. Rich, I think we have one call. Hello, are you there? We have one call. Hi, this is, hi this is Corliss Wood. Hi, Corliss Wood. Say hello How to are Rich. Oh, yes, to Jersey. Hi, Hi, this is uh, Rich, is it? Yes. Hi, I'm Corliss Wood from Maryland. Hi. Do you I apologize, but I don't know what the topic is to, for tonight, but I would love to uh, speak. 
go right ahead. Rich is just telling us his story, and I was just telling folks how I found him just by Googling on YouTube, and I found him, and it's so rare to get men to connect with us, so we're happy that you're calling in. What's oh, your common question for us? Yes. Great. No, I'd love to hear his story. Okay, well, Rich um, is um, has had vitiligo for nine years, and he is out of New Jersey, and he is going to be connecting with us. And um, I don't know if you have a specific question. We are just out here tonight encouraging folks that there's hope. There's hope that you can live with vitiligo. How long have you had yours, Carla? Oh, a long, long time. I've had it since I was 11 years old. And uh, so well over 20 years. Wow. Have you heard well any of Rich, Rich's comments tonight? Do you have anything to ask him or to share with him? Um, no, I actually didn't hear anything because I just I just called I just called in and I just uh just logged on. I'm, I I sort of missed the time, so I I missed most of his message. I apologize. Um but I would love to hear it. I really really well, would. I um I love to hear back. anybody because all of us have struggled together. Different times of our lives and different times of each other's lives, but we have all struggled the same struggles and it's uh Absolutely. It's uh, definitely one story that all of us can encourage other people to move forward and press forward. Well, I like one of the things that Rich is saying is that he is connecting with folks and the courage. I love, Rich, could you say this again, that you were always this quiet, shy person. But what has Vitiligo done for you, Rich? Tell her. That's what you were saying. I loved Oh, it uh, it's it's changed me. It's kind of puts you, kind of puts you out there in the open, <laughs> uh, yep. where you can't hide. You you look different from everyone else, so you kind of stand out. Um, and it's it's uh, even even what I do for a living as far as work, I have to facilitate classes and stand in front of people. Uh, so wow. it, it stretches you, it grows you um, to stand in front of people, and you know they're staring at you and and thinking, you know, I have questions and things like that, but. Um, it, it develops a lot of character, um, and, and ultimately, yeah, I, I can't say that I find the strength in myself. It's God who really gives me that that strength to, day in and day out, stand there and do it. I, I have a question. Do you? How do you break the ice when you know you've got to stand in front of a group of people, and you know that they're staring at you and they have a million and one questions going on in their head? How do you break the ice? Uh, well, it, it depends what setting I'm in. Um, mm-hmm. If it's more of a one-on-one setting or close friends, um, we we can talk about it. Um, I can bring it up. Uh, if it's someone that I'm talking about through ministry and they're talking about some struggle that they face and, and or they're going through, um, it's something that allows me to be relatable with, mm-hmm. with, with the struggle that I've been through and how God has helped me through it. Uh, if it's if it's a big setting and I'm at work, um, it depends. There's certain times where you can you might get into a more personal topic. Other times, um, you know, we just we we just have fun. We we laugh and we talk about things, and and it, it really just breaks the ice. Good. So I, yeah, what I really helps is just interacting with people and just having a good time with them, laughing with them. Because um, I my my. Uh, Sickness or, or illness may be visual on the outside, uh, but mm-hmm. others internally. 
Um, right. So a- any way that you can connect with a person, it, it definitely helps. Right. Okay. Okay. Just curious with that one. I have uh, many things that I've done in the past to break the ice, and it just has never offended anybody, but it's helped them to see that they can laugh with me, and they Absolutely. can and they and it helps them to open up and ask those questions that they really want to that they really want to know. And, have yeah, and sometimes people feel uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But callers, we thank you for calling in and saying hi to us tonight. We look yes, forward to connect um, with you. And feel free to go back and listen to this from the beginning. Yes, all right. I'm going. Thank you so much. All righty. You all take care. Thank you so much Just for having me. Thank show. you. Okay. Well, Rich? Yes. Hello? Yes. You know, 30 minutes is, is not long enough, but uh, I tell you, <laughs> I look at, look forward to doing this again with you at another point in time because it, it's so, for me, having a man to call in and be a part of this show, it's it's my my dream to see more of this. We, we had one or two brothers in the past, but I tell you, this is what I want to continue to do, having a dialogue with men. We cannot get men, like I said that to you, we can't get men to come to this conference. So I am so delighted that this past 30 minutes you were able to spend it with me. And anyone out there tonight, if you've heard um, anything that um, was touching uh, or anything that you want to comment on from Rich tonight, please write to us, richfriendo1.com. Last word for you, Rich. What would you say to anyone out there with Little LIGO again for the last word as as we close? Uh, enjoy life. Definitely enjoy life. Yeah. Don't let, don't let Little LIGO... Uh, the life out of you or or, or keep you down. Um, Romans 8 talks about God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gives us a spirit of adoption. In other words, we're his. He calls us his own. Um, and, when, and when he's your daddy, he's your idol father. That's all you need in life. Amen. Amen. Listen, I thank you for your time, and we'll do it again. I look forward to sending you some brochures. Say hi to your family for us. I look forward to meeting everybody at your church in another couple of months. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, live recording uh, conversation with Rich tonight out of Newark, New Jersey, and we're looking forward to making some connections with the folks in Newark. And so prepare yourselves to have big friends come in and be a part of your community. We thank all of you for sharing. We thank callers for calling in from North Carolina. And listen, write to us. Share your story with us. Let's begin a dialogue. This is a support group for us. Like I was telling Richard, there's so many support groups out there for folks, but this is for us. Let's build this. Let's work this. Let's um, um, share and build each other this hope, this hope. We can tell someone who's just diagnosed that there is hope, there's life and hope. So live your life. That's what Rich was just saying. Live your life. We love you. We love you to life. This is BitFriends, www.bitfriends.com. May God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your week. We are family.